Hello, lovely listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Power of Three Podcast. As part of the Being Me series, today we're going to be delving into the wonderful world of gaming. Why gaming, you ask? (laughs) Well, I've been gaming ever since I could pick up a controller, really, which is over 20 years ago. Um, (laughs) Delving into the wonderful pixelated worlds of the Sega Mega Drive and Master System, for those of you old enough to remember those. And yeah, so it's been a part of my life very, very long time. And so today I wanted to talk a little bit about what games we used to play when we were younger and what our first consoles were and what we remember about gaming from back then to talking about some of our favourite gaming franchises, a little bit about what we're playing now and speculate on where we see gaming in the future. So without further ado, let's press start and get started. Do you know what I used to like putting me to sleep? You know how some people like having the TV on yeah. or like whatever? I used to get my mum to play games Did for you? me. Yeah, I'd like play her to. Like, yeah, so it means like I'd get her to like play Spyro or like Sonic, and then I'd like watch her play it until I like fell asleep. Oh, that's so cute. I used to love that. What What was your favourite um, game to watch her play? Um, I'd probably say Spyro. I think because like it was quite like it's quite like bright and vivid, and you like go through all the magical places. Um, and I remember like in the first one, there's like a whole level that's around that's like kind of based around like dreams and stuff. It's called the Dreamweaver World. Um, so like it would kind of sort of like get me into that headspace, like you know when like you're a little kid, so like your imagination like runs wild. Yeah. It's like, it's a nice kind of sort of headspace to go into, to like go in to sleep with. Because then you don't have like magical dreams. And then it's like really fun. Have you yeah. ever like been playing a game and you're, you know you're tired, but you're like, I need to just complete, like try and finish this level. I need to finish this level. And you're like <laughs> falling asleep and you're like crying your eyes. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've fallen asleep to a lot of games. We fell asleep to Dungeon Defenders. We did. <laughs> We'd like, but we would be like waiting for um, a boss level because we used to have like, play with like guys that were like high levels and because they were high levels they could like do a setup whereby you like don't really need to do much in terms of like the defense Yeah. and the monsters and creatures and stuff were coming at you. Um, so yeah, one time we did that and we were just like, woke up in the morning. Oh yeah. <laughs> But it was still going. It was still going. Yeah. It was like one of those like, because it's like a tower defense game and it was like one of those modes where I think it was like nightmare mode and it basically meant that you would have like a load of turns where things would come. Mm. Um, But the reason why you did it is obviously you got money from it, but you also got like really rare like loot from it as well. And yeah, I think it, yeah, it did run all night because we fell asleep and woke up and we were like, oh... Okay, I'm like level whatever now, great. <laughs> Sweet! I'm like leveling up. Yeah. I think um, it's never really good when you wait until you're tired though. Because I remember when me and Mafara were playing Divinity 2, it was, we get to kind of like a battle, and obviously it's turn based, so there are like there, those moments where you can fall asleep yeah. and things are happening. But we would be doing terribly, like not be able to complete it, and then we'd fall asleep, wake up, and be like, when we went back to it, we'd just be like, oh, did we just have to do that? (laughs) (laughs) You just beat them fast, (laughs) easily as well. I've fallen asleep to playing playing CTR quite a few times. And I think that's like, really, it's really obvious because like at points, like they will just be like, why are you just driving off the edge? And I'll be like, what? It would just go, like, if you look down at his screen, he would just like constantly be going over the Because <laughs> I'd have my hand on the like acceleration button, but obviously like when you're asleep, you can't like, yeah. yeah. And you spawn like the same place again. And again. <laughs> 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 yeah. It's like you're tapping with it. <laughs> you never want to 
I did even when we were here when we played at Overcooked last here. Oh no. I fell asleep noticed, probably. Trust me. <laughs> we all noticed. And we kept going, Liam, do you want to go to bed, mate? And you're like, no, no, no. And we're like, go to bed, Like talking, you were like not responding. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we like even put a film on, and that like during the time you were like, asleep. did you put a film on? Oh my god! <laughs> we put a documentary on, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I can't say I remember the end of it, but you were yeah, definitely yeah, asleep when we were. You were definitely Uh, no, it was the other game where you can get into the, you know, those, like, creatures, the world building. The dream thing. Yes. Oh, we were playing Dreams on PlayStation, and it was the, um, what, the kind of detective, the musician. Yeah, where you played, like, saxophone, wasn't it? Yeah. Or the trumpet. Trumpet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bart, maybe? Or, I can't remember his name. But... I want to say something to him with you. <laughs> <laughs> he wears yeah, a hat, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. And there was really cool characters. That was a really good game. But that's like a whole kind of the concept of um, like Little Big Planet. You know, they have like communities where you can make your own levels and stuff like that. Like, yeah. that game is basically just about that. Like, you creating things. But you got a load of stickers for us, so thanks. <laughs> that was really fun, actually, playing. I like the idea that you can like float into the characters and like control them. Yeah, and float uh, and like control that part of the story. That was cool. Yeah, especially when you could start shooting things. At things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find what the level is. There's some Arthur. His name was Arthur. I want to say Arthur, not that. It's the art name. stream. Art. Art. Is that his name? Yeah. Art stream. You're close. No. Arthur. Well, Arthur's short. Arthur short, Arthur short for Arthur. So, yeah. Yeah. I said Bert first. <laughs> 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 that was like, Bert, Bert, Bert. <laughs> Yeah, no. That was really good. I mean, we specifically like, wanted to get you guys in that because it was on PlayStation. You know yeah. that, right? It's so weird because in our lifetime, like, in our lifetime, it's changed so much. Like, from, like, I don't know kind of like what your first console was but like going from like cartridges to now like there's like a little box in your living room that's like probably the same size as a fucking cartridge like that they used to have that you can just play on in your like lifetime like it's jumped so much and it's still evolving like with VR and everything now well it's not it's already at the point with Stadia where you don't even need a physical console yeah you, know, you, you just need a, a little adapter that you hide behind your TV and you can play quite a few games. I think crazy. my first console was a, a Dreamcast, but I also had a PlayStation. I still got them, the older mm. consoles. Um, but yeah, what were? did you have a favourite? Um, did you, sorry, what was your oldest first console? We had Master System. I was actually playing it in the womb. Sonic on the Master System and Alex Kidd, which probably explains a lot. Um, which probably explains a lot. But yeah, so we had Master, we had two Master Systems, one that had Sonic on it and one that had Alex Kidd on it. But that was from like, if even saying that, when we had it, they were still quite old because I think they came out in like 86 or something. So yeah, but that was our first one, was Master System. But we also had... A Mega Drive, as well. That, so my technically my first anyway, technically my first two consoles were Sega Master System and Mega Drive or Genesis for American listeners. <laughs> but yeah, what was yours? Uh, N sixty four. Oh really? Yeah, my first console was N sixty four, but my cousin had a Sega, so I used to play Sega with her. Um, and then my parents, she was slightly older than me, so she kind of had a choice before me. And then my parents yeah. were like, okay, I really think it was just because my dad wanted to play um, GoldenEye. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very, very... I think it was the best-selling game on 
the yeah it's paying yeah. my cousins as well i was actually talking about this with a colleague at work the, the other day oh. so we were saying that's like the one game we remember from um n64 but yeah that was my first but and then i've had like handheld consoles um like the play playboy Game Boy. Game Boy. Yeah, the Game Boy. I had the black and white one. Did you have the black and white Game Boy? I had the color one. I never owned a Game Boy actually. Really? Well, you never played. Well, I only ever got the Game Boy because of Pokemon, and like. Well, you know, you got. I'm still obsessed with Pokemon even now. Like, it's the game I play on my phone the most. Um, so like, I got a Game Boy Color specifically for the, um, yeah, for the Game Boys. It's actually because the second games were also in like color, so it was kind of like, it was blue. I remember it was so cute. <laughs> I had a pink one. Oh. I had quite a lot of like Game Boys. I had the black and white one. I had the mm. color, and I had the advanced one. Was it called Advance? Was it the yeah, purple Advance. one? Yeah. With the, yeah. Yeah, it was more of a kind of switch type. Yeah. Um, design. Yeah, I had one of those two. I still have mine actually, at home, I think. I it doesn't work. Uh, the purple? Yeah. Yeah. I probably have it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I do think that Pokemon was definitely one of the main games that I played on Game Boy though, and Donkey Kong. Oh, Donkey Kong! Love a bit of Donkey Kong. I also had that on the N sixty four too. Oh. Did you guys play any Nintendo? No, I've not really played many Nintendo games mm. until I met you. Oh, I Because there's Monkey Billi- Billiards, that's a Nintendo game. Yeah, that's GameCube. GameCube. Yeah. Which is Nintendo, yeah. Yeah. Well, see, we didn't, because, like, we never really had... So we were, like, Sega growing up, and then we got a PS1, and then we just stayed, like, PlayStation. Because I had played, like, the Super Nintendo, like, on other people's consoles. But my first actual Nintendo was a GameCube. So I never played... I never really played it in 64. I think I might have played it, like, once or twice. But even all of my friends, they were, like, PlayStation or Xbox people. They weren't really, like... Um, yeah, they weren't really Nintendo people. So, again, other than the only... Um, apart from Thingy. Obviously Pokemon. Um, but no, I didn't really. I feel like I missed out, though. There was a lot of good Nintendo games. Like, Zelda, that's part of the reason why I'm not, like, a massive fan, because I never, like, grew up with it. And I feel like I wish I had, because, like, it's so cool. Like, some of the N64 titles are, like, amazing, but I suppose I could still replay them. Yeah. But no, I never, like, had Nintendo. I mean, talking of Nintendo, we didn't even discuss them with the whole, like... Sony, Xbox thing, we didn't even bother to think about Nintendo. No. <laughs> <laughs> they've, got, they've got more into the sort of virtual uh, sort of world, aren't they? It's, it I seems feel to be. like they just mm. haven't been able to keep up for a while. Like, Dreamcast. That was Sega. That was Sega, yeah. yeah. Like, Dreamcast, I had a Dreamcast. Mm. That didn't keep up. And then I feel like the Switch did... Like, what was the other one? The Wii... I like mm. the Wii, but I, I had a Wii. Well, my mum had a Wii. See how my parents just like. <laughs> I actually had two Dreamcasts because my mum bought me one. My parents were separated. And then I used to take it to my dad's to play it with my cousins and stuff like that. And my dad bought one for his house. Nice. And I really just think it's because he wanted to play it, but he said it was mine. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like at that time parents were like they shouldn't have liked games so they were just like I'll buy them for the kids wink and it's just like dude you play it more than I do but okay <laughs> me and 64 so you talk about Zelda like I never really played Zelda I played Zelda with my cousins who were mm. really into N64 like my older male cousins and um, they would have like Zelda and all of these games and stuff like that but the only games that my dad bought for me were driving ones which he liked <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I did enjoy the, the racing yeah. games, but I feel like they were better at it than me. Sometimes it would be like, Dad, can I have the controller back? <laughs> <laughs> can I play now? And he would always do winners stays on. 
that's a good rule though. It is a good rule. It but is a good rule, but then you end up with one person just never never not going yeah. <laughs> So they need to pee or something. Um <laughs> uh, Yeah, I wish I had more Nintendo stuff. As in, well, I say more Nintendo stuff, it was just N64 I missed out on. I didn't have a Dreamcast either, actually. That's what... I'm thinking that's what I played Tekken on, but I might be wrong. You did... I remember you telling me you had a Dreamcast. Yeah. I do have a Dreamcast. I also had a Sega, I'm sure, because I've still got that Sega. It's the Mega the, Drive. Yeah, with the... The thing cartridge. Yeah, that goes mm. on top. Yeah. yeah. See, that's, that's the same kind of cartridges that the, like, the... Nintendo's had because yeah. I didn't have the what was the first one called again? The Super Nintendo. Yeah, my cousins had the Super Nintendo, and they they had the cartridges, and the N64 had the cartridges, but they were slightly different, I believe. Yeah, I think they were bigger. Yeah, they were they were quite hefty, weren't they? Mm. And um, the other day we were watching a video of these guys rebuilding like a console to oh. work on the TV from like the, the N64s or whatever, and. They were blowing on the console, like the the cat the, the. Oh yeah. What's it called? The game. The, the cartridge. The cartridge. Yeah. yeah. They would they would like blow when it wouldn't work or it wouldn't load. You just take it out. You like, <laughs> 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 into the cartridge and then you plug it in. Oh, into if it was yeah. really wasn't working, that's when you then had to be yeah, like, to okay, you're getting that in there. They recently debunked that as like a myth, as like a just like an urban the myth. The funny thing is, is in this video he said exactly like that that it's not going to change anything yeah. and the game wouldn't work, and then he blew on it and, and it, it does, in, and it yeah. <laughs> but actually, I don't care what they say. It could attract dust and stuff. Apparently, you blow it on it is not. No. Helping remove the dust. <laughs> But, well, I stick by it, to be fair. It's always worked for me. But I did, like... I was more of, like, a... Because, obviously, I was a PlayStation person, so I didn't have a lot of cartridges besides my Game Boy ones to, like, thingy. But discs in themselves were also very frustrating when they get scratched. Mm. And then they'd just be, like... There'd be parts of your game and it'd just be like, nah, you can't play that bit anymore. <laughs> Just like lag out. I remember we had it like a problem with. I think it might have been the laser thing in our PS One, and literally I was playing Tekken, and like it would load the stage, but then it would have it that like the characters were instead of like at the ground, they were like walking on like the air instead, upside down, and you couldn't like fight properly. And if you jumped and did a certain thing, it would like skip because like the laser in the thing like fucked up, and then we had to replace it. Oh, yeah. It's like the. Red X. Oh my god, the Red X, the Red X of Doom. Red Rings of the, Doom oh, on wow. their Xbox. I always say the X because it had yeah. an X on it. And I think because of Rick and Morty, it's always Red X. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say your all-time favourite games were? Maybe like oh. top three. Oh, that is such a hard question. I think you specifically, because I feel yeah. like out of all of us, you probably... Or maybe we can like narrow it down. Maybe we can kind of go from the way you play it. Maybe because like mobile gaming is a whole other thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's like a whole. Which oh my god. No, we have to like have it like separate out the mobile games because that's a whole different like <laughs> that's a whole different category. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm going to let you guys answer that first while I ponder, because that's a very difficult question. See, mine's easy. My number one is probably Tekken. Really? Nice. Yeah, I love Tekken. Uh, number two, I would probably say Crash. Oh. And number three, I'm going to say... This is more recently, I think, in the last ten years, Soul Calibur. Oh yeah, that's a good kind of franchise. You guys really like the fighting games. I yeah. think it's they offer that element of sort of cooperative fight, uh, playing. But I think that's very important. Cooperative? You're all like, I get what you mean. Okay, it turns out to two player. <laughs> two player. <laughs> I like two player thing, like games because I feel like I like that engagement when yeah. you're playing someone else. Because I think most of the games I played when I was younger was with my mum. We used to play a lot of running games, driving games as well on, on the PS1. So I think that's the games I tend to go to lean towards. Yeah. What about you? What was your top top three? 
Again, I think we might need to skip to Shauna. But... <laughs> There's so many to choose from. Because, like, fighting games, like, but even then picking a fighting game would be tough. Because fighting games were one of the earliest I played. Like, I think I was, like, maybe, like, four or five when I first started playing them. So I was, like, really young. So it's really hard to kind of, like, go through that whole, like, back catalogue. So I'm going to need, like, a bit more time. Shauna. <laughs> I, might... <laughs> I might have to edit in my answer later. Um, I... <laughs> Three games. See, I I tend to like, like the the co <laughs> 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 The games, I think, yeah. just because I do enjoy playing with other people. Yeah. Um, I'm not that good with shooting games, so I don't mind watching other people play <laughs> games. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I'm just like, like, what is it? God of War. Oh yeah. Games of War. No, no, God There's of God of War, War too. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> this, this I know because there's a number two coming out with the new consoles, and I I want to watch him play it again. And like the Last <laughs> of Us and stuff like that, like, I would be terrible with like things. I'm not. I'm better with platformers. Oh yeah. So we would play like a lot of platformers together because I I'm just more comfortable with them. But we do play like other games as well. Mm. Um and. So a lot of my top three will probably be platformers, and I think mm, maybe Little Big Planet. I thought you was gonna say that. Actually, this is a single player game, but we played it together. So um, Beat Buddy. Okay, I don't think I've had that one. Okay, so I don't actually know what console it is because I don't know how we played it. I just remember Mafara handing me a controller and we played it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, uh, it's like this little, I want to say like a little fish thing, um, mm. and you kind of, it's uh, a platformer under sea, or, and you've got to kind of do little tasks and blah, 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 as you do platforms, mm. but it's all based on the beat of a song, so each level has like a track. Kind of like the music levels in Rayman. Exactly. Oh, that sounds oh, so and cool. And the whole game, and the, and, and the track is pretty good. What oh, is it called? Beat Buddy. Beat Buddy. That's our favourite type play that. levels in Rayman. Actually. Oh, it's yeah. so much fun. Those, oh, I loved playing those, where you have to kind of, you, so you've got like time everything, so you have to hit something in, in the beat in order to unlock the level or whatever, so you've yeah. kind of got, got to do things, it's so fun. It is single player, like I said. But we just took turns and it was so much fun. <laughs> so that would be number two, so Beat Buddy. And then number three... Again, I, I think like this is just because of kind of the memories that I have with it, but Divinity 2, Original Sin. Yeah, is that like recent memories with Divinity? Or? Um, we started playing last year. Hmm. Um, but I feel like that's properly dragged me back into gaming. Like, whereas where I would watch playing Spider-Man and stuff like that, like things I didn't feel like I had the skill level to actually compete. Like, I tried to play GTA by myself and it got to the point twice now, <laughs> twice now where I just cannot do the task. <laughs> and it's, it's gotten to the point where it's like, babe, can you do this for me? And just pass the level. But back in the day when I had a PS2, that did, I, it got to the point where I literally couldn't, I tried mm. for hours to pass this mission and I just couldn't, so I just leave them alone. <laughs> <laughs> I find for me some games are actually easier with a, in a, playing it on a handheld or on the PC than it is on a console and yeah. vice versa. Because um, for me, GTA, I did try playing it on like the PS2 and, and that, but because um, there was San Andreas and a couple of others, didn't they, they had on the... Yeah. PlayStation 2. Um, yeah, and I found that when I was playing GTA on my uh, PS Vita, that, like, I was so good at it. Passing all the <laughs> missions and, like, doing a load of crazy stuff. Oh, that reminds me that's upstairs. Oh, you see... How long have you had that for? A couple of years. <laughs> you don't even know. Like, I literally have <laughs> had it maybe since we, we were at uni. It's got crash on it, actually. It's got a lot of things. Mm. Crash Team Racing. I haven't, I haven't plugged, picked it up, and I may need to find the charger, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I've moved a lot of times since then. I remember when you first got that, you were so excited. Yeah. You, like, played it for a while. Yeah, but how did it get to the mm. point where I borrowed it? And the thing is, I've tried to give it back to you a number of times, I remember. <laughs> and, like, 
It's like you've just moved on. <laughs> well, I guess we have a PlayStation 4 now. We, yeah. That's most of the games I do, or on my phone. Just one game, Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Talking guy. of mobile games, then. I'm going to go back to something I know we've all played. How long has it been since you've played Nibblers? I actually tried to play it a couple of weeks ago, but as of speaking, I'm kind of disappointed. It's not optimised for um, for this phone yet. It's because no one's playing so it. So it's still much. like... <laughs> That's what you need to play. <laughs> it's still... It's got, like, the square screen. So it's been a long while. Well, I tried it, I think, a few weeks ago when I was looking for that kind of thing and set up for Blossom Blast instead. Uh, yeah, see, Blossom Blast kind of... <laughs> it's just a right. I've always played match three games. They're so much fun. We spiraled into Candy Crush, then we bounced down yeah. into to Candy Crush Soda, then we spiraled into Nibblers, then we did Blossom Blast for yeah. a bit. Have we found a new like? Why have we not found a new match three game that we can all spiral? I know. I think it's because you really don't want me to um, play the same game as you anymore. Well, actually, that's not, <laughs> that's not true. true. Because you need to get into Pokemon Battle. No, that's not match three game though, is it? We can, like, trade in battle. You match... You match one Pokeball to one Pokemon, and then it gives you, like, something. So technically, guys, you do match three things. It's just... Guys. <laughs> you complain every time you come to Eastbourne that there's not enough Poke stops. Do you really think I'm going to get into Pokemon Go now? Do you know what? I don't blame you because I'm sitting here looking at it. There's not one. But there's a, ours. There's at least two that we can alternate between while sat in our living room. I would have to walk so far just to like get a Poke stop. I think the gym is closer than a Poke stop, and that is saying something for. Like, gyms are supposed to be, like, a bit less frequent than Pokestops, and there's a gym no closer. Is actually playing. There is Pokemon in it, so someone is. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, probably. Got kids on the yeah. road, so I can't imagine there's. Uh, most people are older than me on this road, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they if they were. I would love if my neighbour came in and went, "Oh, Sean, I'm playing Pokemon Go." <laughs> Help me do this raid. <laughs> <laughs> Should be useless with us. Should be better off trying to coax the fire to to do it for her. It's so good. Did you come arrive at your top three yet? Interestingly enough, I think I might have done. Well, and I hope so. Segue, because I think Pokemon is probably going to be in the... I'm not ranking these from one to three, because I think that that would be very difficult to do. But I think Pokemon definitely, because I think it was probably... Even though I was still... Well, I guess I was like seven when I first got it. It's kind of like something that I've been playing for like a really long time. And it was like the first time where I ever kind of had like... No, I guess my handheld. And it was really fun. And it is really fun even now, even though I don't necessarily play the main series ones anymore. Um, I still there's still parts of Pokemon that I still engage with even now, like obviously Pokemon Go and stuff. So I say that's definitely in there. Um, I probably would have to say the Soul Calibur series because it was also a game that I've literally been playing since I was like five. Um, and it's actually really fun, and I do really like fighting games because again, it does have that multiplayer element to it. Um, and I like the fantasy stuff to it as well because I'm a big fan of that stuff as you guys know um, the third one's really hard <laughs> you've had it all this time to think like, yeah. <laughs> you've played so many games <sighs> I, I probably <laughs> this, what, this is what happens when you have like too many games I would say Tales of Symphonia <laughs> is, is probably in there too what sorry Tales of Symphonia it is such such a good game like, it's so much fun. I got Dale sucked into it. He played it with me a couple of times. What is it? So it's kind of based on, like... It's basically, like, there's a Tales series of games. It's like a JRPG. So a lot of them... Um, a lot of them get PS2 like two and PS3 exclusives that don't get released in the West, which is really annoying. Um, but they're getting better with that now. Um, but it's basically, like... So they're usually set in kind of, like, the same kind of, like, universe. And they have, like, very specific ways of playing um, so it's kind of more action-based rather than turn-based, and a, not a lot of JRPGs, but quite a fair few of them are like that, whereas this is a bit more 
Um, but the story's, like, really cool. So you basically, like... You're, like, going to save the world. But then, like, when you do it, like... I don't want to, like, say the story either because there's, like, a big twist for people who haven't, like, played it. Um, which I guess spoils it somewhat. But there's a lot of what-the-fuck moments, like, in it that make it, like... That you're literally just, like, shit. Because they're kind of, like, animes, I suppose, in a little way. Like, with their stories. So it's kind of, like... There's a lot of stuff where you're literally just, like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Like, okay. um... Which is why I really like it. Because it's kind of, like, you're playing, like, a TV show or, like, a film in that sense. Rather than it being... So, it was a very long explanation as to what the game was about. Um, but it's, like, you go save the world and you're, like, travelling with, like, a group of people. And there's magic and there's, like, all of this other stuff. Political intrigue and stuff to do with Ray. And, like, it even, like, tackles, like, themes, like like, like, real-world serious themes, like, the role of religion in society and, like, racism and, like, classism and all of that stuff. So, yeah, so that's why it's in my top one. It was a very long thing. But I think games like that are really cool because that's when it becomes kind of like art, like, you know, when you read a book or you watch a film and you're kind of like, oh, it's, like, commenting on society and not a lot of people think like that about games either. It's not... They're not often taken as seriously, I think, as sometimes... They should be. When you actually look at certain games and they're actually making the same messages or, like, making the same statements as, like, a film would or, like, a TV show would or, like, a book would. Um, I've got a question for you out of your top three. Okay. Um, I feel like Pokemon was really general. So while we have, kind of have a conversation, you could, you could think about the next... <laughs> Which of the, the Pokemon games is your favourite? <gasps> oh, I already have those. I feel like they're so controversial decisions, but they're not... Okay, not ranking them from one to three. I'm just going to just sort of say the three yeah. and not give them ranking. So, Pokemon X and Y, which are the ones that are based in France, and it's, like, the most gayest one out of all of them. You get to, like, go shopping, like... And, like, you get Pokemon where you can give them little haircuts, like, poodles, like... It's so camp, and that's partly the reason why it is on my favourites. It's, like, <laughs> the campiest Pokemon game ever, and I live for it. Um, so, X and Y, and then the first two, obviously, because I feel like... Come on, they're the ones that started it all. Is that like, red and blue? Yeah, red and blue. Um, red, blue, yellow. Actually, I don't remember um, either. That was the Pikachu one, yeah, and they had like Team Rocky in it and stuff. Oh god, it's so good. Um, and then, oh, I'd probably say it's a toss between Black and White, which are the ones that came out like ten years ago now, but on the DS that were really, really good, or Gold and Silver, because Gold and Silver were kind of like the ones where it was like. The first time in colour, like, if you had the crystal version, they moved, like... And the sprites were, like, the first time they ever looked like how they did in the anime. And it was just like... <gasps> so, yeah. Actually, I'd say gold and silver, X and Y, red and blue. Because they were basically the same game. Yeah. Well, well red <laughs> and blue and, yeah, were quite close to gold and silver. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. No, I know. I mean, like, as in... In the pairs, like red and blue, were yeah. basically like gold and silver were basically the same game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they Pokemon always does that, and then they release like a third version. So there's like yellow for red and blue, and then for like generation one, mm. and then like crystal for like generation two, which is like gold and silver, and they do it. Up. Except for X and Y, which never got one. I didn't. I never. Which I'm really upset about. Uh, Pokemon in that to that capacity. Capacity. Do you like? Is it with the different colors? Do you get like different stars with them? No, so you get, like, different Pokemon. So it encourages you to trade. So say, for example, like, in red and blue, like, in red you got, like, Growlithe and, like, Gloom and stuff. And then in blue you'll have, like, Vulpix and Bellsprout. Right. So it means it kind of, like, encourages you to trade. Um, and there's certain other story differences depending. So, like, with Ruby and Sapphire, the evil team was different depending on the version you got. Um, sometimes, actually a lot of the time, like, the legendary mascot will be different. So, like, in Gold and Silver you had Lugia for Silver and Ho-Ho for Gold. So you kind of... So to differentiate... It was basically just to make... Either buy, encourage you to buy both. Or have friends to trade. Which, if you didn't have friends to trade with, <laughs> me, um, then you bought both and traded to yourself. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I think I had both, like, gold and silver. Because I remember having... 
I might have also had, I think maybe my cousin had one or the others, mm. like, in the, like the red and blue one. But I do remember the like having both of one set of them. I can't remember. And I used to trade with myself. You had to, right? <laughs> like, I didn't have time. I'm just like, oh, I want that Pokemon. I want to trade. Yeah. It was great, though. I didn't buy them, though. I was too young, so it wasn't my money. <laughs> yeah. What would you say yours is? Um... See, I, I don't think I've played as many different ones as you. I think I've only actually only played three sets of them. Mm. So like, I'm pretty sure it was like the um, red and blue, the gold and silver, and then there was like a ruby and sapphire. Yeah, on the Game Boy Advance, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I think I only played those three. So Those three? <laughs> the only three I've played. Uh. So, yeah. Did you play Pokemon, Dale? Uh, no, not in, not those kinds of Pokemon. The only Pokemon games I really played is Pokemon Go. <laughs> it's not a Pokemon game. Yeah. It is a Pokemon game. Well, I mean, it's not like... It's, it's not like... Main series, yeah. Yeah, main series. Um, but it's taught me a lot about what the different Pokemons are. And I can see the the appeal in terms of why it's sort of continued to be so popular over the years. I feel like the kind of games, as I said, I was into was more two players, so mm. it was always needing someone else to be there. And I guess the only other game I really played was Tekken a lot. That's the game I mostly played. And WWE as well, which is really fun. Who's your favourite Tekken character? My favourite Tekken character? Oh, That's easy. <laughs> That's Zhaoyu Zhaoyu. I think I'm oh, saying her name wrong. Zhaoyu. Zhaoyu, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> she's got like all of the moves, and she's also very graceful with her moves as well. Which is why I liked her. I always tend to prefer female fighting characters. Yeah. I had a thing about female fighters. I thought it was like just so amazing that like, you know, you don't really see this representation. Well, actually, in games, you don't really see strong female characters that are not in a certain way. Damsels in distress. Yeah. yeah, I think it was good that like you had these fighting characters that were like female. Well, the ones I played anyway were female. Yeah, I used to do that too. Yeah. A lot. and kick ass. Well, like. You know. Yeah. I mean, I think I just did that anyway, but that might have been because I'm also a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your? Did you ever play Tekken? Um, I mean, I did, but I wasn't like a like I said, it, I didn't have Tekken. Yeah. It was like my cousin, so I played it with her. I really couldn't name you a character. <laughs> Do you remember what any of them looked like? Yeah. Um, there was a girl with like blonde pigtails. Is that the right game? There, no. There's no blonde pigtails. Yeah, no. there's pigtails, but that's the one I'm talking about, but she, it's black. Yeah. Oh, no. You might be able to have changed the thing. This is what I mean. Yeah. Like, it was always, like, somebody else had fighting games that I played with, so it was never, like, that I cared about the names, because it was only, like, a session that you might just, you just picked a character. Yeah. Kind of thing. So, I, no, I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? Do you, did you, do you have a favourite character? I have, like, two. Okay, well, then. So, it's a toss between, well, I guess in terms of ones that you can actually play now and ones you can't. So, my actual favourite character is Kanimitsu, which is, like, Yoshimitsu's little sister. But she's not in it anymore, hasn't been in it in a while. So, because I'm not, I wasn't really that into Tekken. I did like playing it, but I preferred Soul Calibur and Soul Blade, because of the weapons and the magic-y kind of more element to it. Um, but Anna Williams. Anna Williams. <laughs> the slightly one. <laughs> She was an assassin, wasn't she? Anna Williams. I think so, yeah. She was always, even when I was, like, really young. I lived for that dress. And the fact that she could, like, kick people in the face with, like, high heels and, like, smack them down. Like, literally big people and just, like, chucking them over her shoulder. It's like, how do you do that in, like, six-inch heels? I asked Beyonce how she does all this dancing in six-inch heels. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I can't believe that none of us referenced, like, Spyro or Rayman. They were... For me, I really liked Spyro, but I liked... I, again, more liked watching my mum play it, because she was, like, good at... Like, really good at platformers, so Mm. it was, like... She could do all of the things that I basically couldn't do in the game, so I'd just be like... But in terms of playing it myself, I was only ever really good at the first one, because it was a lot simpler, and then as they kind of went on, they got a bit too hard. We did replay... Um, the one you guys were playing recently. Wait, Rayman. We do have that. Yeah, so we do have that one. Yeah. And, yeah, with the... But we haven't unlocked all of the older version yet. But oh. we've completed... We've completed the whole thing now. Yeah. Even the bonus music levels. We've yeah, completed same. Legends, but we've not completed Origins. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. what I haven't completed. Like, we, I think we gave up after a while, because it was like... 
also because you have to have like, the levels. Yeah. And it's like sometimes you have to have enough of the higher levels, you have to go back and do the levels, which seemed a bit easier, but I thought it was harder to do the, the Origins one than it was to do the Legends one. Like, we passed that. We did all <laughs> yeah. the bonus levels and still couldn't finish the original. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Some of those levels are, were ridiculous. Mm. We were, we like, like, so I think, well, our plan is to go back and get maybe, like, all of the blue things you need to basically get full points on all of the levels. Yeah. yeah. I think we want to do that so we can, because we need to unlock the origins. Yeah. Yeah, more of that stuff. I think we've unlocked quite a bit of it, because we, we did go back and, like, get all the stars on some of the levels in order to unlock them. Mm. Um, I just don't think that we could pass the level we got stuck and then we kind of didn't go back to it. Mm. Um, which we probably could have had we gone back to it, but then like so many other games come out. Yeah. <laughs> so. What games are you just are you guys distracted by at the moment? Uh, at the moment we've been playing a lot of Civilization VI. Mm. Um, so it was one that Mo used to play when he was like... I suppose a bit younger um, and want, and thought I'd get into so he was like download this and I didn't have PC for a while so it was hard to kind of get PC games that we could play because I didn't I didn't actually have even a laptop but mm. the laptop that I have now is kind of perfect for getting into PC gaming so he was like let's play that so I downloaded that and we've kind of played that to be fair we've we're still on the first game it's just not ended yet yeah. So we just go back every now and again and we all like play some more levels. Normally like on a Friday night when we're really tired but we want to stay up for the basketball if we put on like, if we play the game for an, uh, for a while then at 2 2 2 a.m. when the basketball starts we'll still be awake. <laughs> Although we have found that as soon as we stop playing because we're so tired we do just kind of fall asleep. <laughs> um which is not great when you want to watch the basketball. But yeah, so we've been kind of getting into Civilization Six, which is great, um, and obviously massively looking forward to when Borders Gate comes out. We're kind of obsessed with that, like watching all the little trailers of what's going on. Can't wait. It looks really good. Yeah. I really want to play it. Oh, I really, really want to play it, and obviously with us getting really into Divinity together and it being the same makers, mm. we kind of know what we're in, what could be possible from that engine mm. excited to see what what kind of things that they've added and obviously being available on stadium and stuff like that yeah the possibility like i was saying before about being able to make your games a little bit more like immersive or better graphics and stuff like that with, mm. where you don't have to worry about storing it and being able to render it so yeah i would probably say playing massively a lot six civ six <laughs> looking forward to Baldur's Gate we do play Divinity but we've got kind of that's been taken over but yeah. sort of <laughs> what about you? Uh, I started playing The Sims ah! I came to like the creation stage but I thought like I started making a character but then I realised that I'm going to be here a while so let me not save it and then come back to you like Sims is going to take a lot of time out of your life because there's a lot of investment I think I spent more time creating my house Oh, and yeah. I did playing the actual game, like the actual setup of it, especially when you get that to the hacks that allows you to have unlimited money, and then oh, I you always just build the house of your dreams, <laughs> and then you like, and you'll spend ages just building your house. That's what I mainly do on The Sims now. Is I build the houses, but well. Dale's playing my Sims, that means it has things like the magic pack on there university. and the university one stuff. The magic pack is really fun, I must say. Although when you set fire to people, they don't die. And that's the only boring thing. <laughs> and when you set fire to buildings, they just yeah, put the that's fire the out. Problem. That's, that's what that the problem is the problem. It. The Sims needs to go back to being more chaotic and violent. That was when it was at its peak. Rayman. A lot of Rayman. Um... We've not really been playing much else, really. Trivial Pursuit, we've been playing that. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, Trivial Pursuit. It's literally like, um, we've kind of been playing it every evening. <laughs> On the PlayStation 4? I think we've played it with you before, the console version of Trivial Pursuit. But it's been really fun playing it, actually, because <laughs> it's like, it's just such a good, easy game. Mm. You know, sometimes you just want to play a game where it's not like, you don't have to, it's not such a time sink. 
Because I, I prefer, I think, like, playing PC games like World of Warcraft and that sort of stuff rather than sitting at a con- console, unless, again, it's two-player and you're playing with someone mm. else. But, yeah, with Trivial Pursuit, it's kind of like you play a couple of rounds, you win. I mostly win. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, it's over. What do you think the future of games is? <laughs> Sorry, I may need to think about that. <laughs> um... Yeah, I kind of need to fix all that as well. <laughs> I feel like I wish I did have the spoilers for the question earlier. <laughs> um, I could answer to start and yeah. then might spark some discussion. So I kind of think that games, even right now, are kind of being used to connect to people. And I think especially now with like everything that's going on with COVID, it's like people can't really like live their lives in the same way they used to and so I think games kind of give people a route to I don't know experience things and I guess simulate stuff that they can't necessarily do right now but I think sometimes also in general and I think that that level of kind of healthy escapism into something artistic is something that will always remain in games but I think that it will I think it will the future I see it in it is kind of it being used to bring more people together through kind of multiplayer stuff and through more immersive experiences. Like, I think VR, I think they will get to a point where I think it will take off quite a lot. And I remember specifically, I think it must have been... Well, I was in primary school, I think, still, where they had those machines where, again, they could control, like, things that were going on in this kind of game with thought. And I kind of think that's probably where it will end up moving to is these kind of very immersive experiences where like, again, you won't even need game pads. You just kind of sort of think with your mind where you want your avatar to go and stuff like that, Um, which again may become quite important depending on what we do to this planet. We might not ever be able to leave our houses again. Like, we might be like the Matrix situation where it's kind of like really too plugged in. in. Have you guys ever watched Ready Player One? No. I've heard of it. You guys need to watch Ready Player One. One, because you're massive into gaming and there's like so many game references, especially like 80s. Like, mm. I think we may have watched an episode with you. It's not an episode, it's a film. It's a film. That's <laughs> one where they, they go into the thing and they're racing, like thinking aren't they? about something else. There is a racing element to it, yeah. So basically, it's this world where everyone kind of interacts in kind of like um, you, you put on a headset, so it's kind of like you, the world isn't really quite real. Everyone kind mm. of lives in this gaming world. Um, and you can get like suits that you can like feel what happens with the other avatar. So you have your avatar, you mm. go in, you can do anything pretty much in these these spaces and they've created them and the whole point of the sh- the film is to um win this kind of challenge this three-step challenge to um unlock this hidden kind of uh, easter egg um that the designer put into the game this sounds that really, really gives familiar. you ultimate ultimate power over um, or avatars or something like that. Or yeah. I can't remember exactly. But yeah, it's it's basically um, some people have reconstructed like old games and then they go in and it's kind of like a, an old game that you, you're in. Oh. Um, and so yeah, there, it's just really good. I really would recommend it. Like if you're looking for a film to watch to try it out. I think it's on Netflix. Might be on Amazon. And obviously if it's on Amazon you might have had to pay for it. But, um. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Amazon Prime. It's fine. Yeah, but not everything is um, oh, included right. in Prime. That's what I mean, so you might have had to wait for it. I'll check. But yeah, Ready Player One is, is a lot of that kind of concept. Obviously not completely like in your mind, mm. but where a whole world is immersed in, in terms of that kind of game interactions. It's a really good film for that. Okay. Um, I kind of, when I think of like the future of gaming, I kind of question the future of consoles. I don't necessarily, I think people like Stadia... And to to uh, kind of give them their props as well, kind of Xbox and Microsoft um, are kind of moving to online streaming gaming as well, although yeah. I'm not sure if they've actually done it yet, if I'm honest. Um, but obviously Stadia's been out for maybe a year now um, and is still building. It gives that kind of stepping stone to actually there's going to be a lot more chance to have a little bit more interaction because there's no cross-platform restrictions yeah so for example with Baldur's Gate it will be available to play with your friends yeah online regardless of what console they're playing on or what device they're playing on um which I think is really cool and that will also kind of help 
I suppose more people on the move when you are on the move. Um, but again, with five G, I think the possibilities will be endless about about how even like gaming gaming can be incorporated into our lives a lot more. Yeah. Um, and what kind of games you play as well. Uh, more level based, I would expect. Like if you're on the on a commute or something like that, you want to be able to say, okay, I finished that level or I passed that level, and have stages rather than be in the middle of a game and have to pause it. Yeah. Maybe depending on the person, but yeah, I kind of see it less about what you play it on and more about what you're playing. I'm a bit of a nostalgia freak, and I think what I'd want to see is more new releases of old titles. Okay. That you maybe had on the Xbox or the PlayStation, um, or maybe actually not those platforms, but for the Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo sort of thing. Um, yeah, and just re-releasing old titles because I think it's kind mm. of shown and proven that like there is a fan base still for games like the Crash remake. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that sort of franchise, Sonic and Mario and stuff has always been going anyway. But yeah, re-releasing the old titles and. Allowing people to enjoy that nostalgia. Oh, sounds cool. Yeah, I think I can see things. Because I do think that, like... I do kind of think that in terms of, like, the whole console thing, I do think it kind of is getting to the point where I think it is a little redundant now. Like, I think it shouldn't be the case of where just because you have one box doesn't mean to say you can't play with somebody else who has another box or, like, certain games won't run. Um, Which is still even, again, an issue with PC and Mac, which I don't know why. Because that annoys me. Because my Mac is, is like, my gaming thing and half of my games can't play. (laughs) So I think, yeah, I can see it kind of going that way because I think otherwise it just shuts out your potential market and makes it a bit more restricted. And I do think there is a big appetite now for, like, remasters of old games because I think those games are still good. Like, the reason why people enjoyed those games wasn't necessarily for the graphics. It was for the gameplay elements. And I think that there's no harm in recreating those gameplay elements but just updating the graphics so that you can actually kind of see in detail what certain things are. Because even with, like, the CTR remake, when I played it, it still felt like I was playing the PS1 version. It was kind of like, even though it was HD graphics, it was kind of like, that's kind of how I saw it as anyway from when I was younger. Like, and even when I went back, I was kind of like, wow, this is still pretty faithful, like, recreation of something. Yeah. So I think that there is a big appetite for that. I I certainly see it. There's always... Like, in Pokemon, I've been doing it for, like, yonks. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed debating. Don't forget to hit subscribe to get notified of future episodes. For additional content, behind-the-scenes fun, and more of our beautiful faces, give us a follow on Instagram at p3podcast. Hi, the name's Liam. I've got pics. You want to see them? Well, then don't wait till tomorrow. Give us a follow. Go on IG and search at la.me. You can follow me, Dale, on Instagram at dalecam11. Yeah, go on. Follow me. You can follow me on IG at shay underscore cam. Look forward to seeing you there.